but the mighty name of Jesus. There is no power than no other than Jesus. Amen? Amen. Well, you guys can be seated this morning. Thanks, team. You are awesome. So, guess what? You have me this morning preaching the Word. Um, I'm the sub-in. I've been subbed in. We had Felicity, who's watching with us online this morning. She was down to preach, um, but someone in the family, obviously with COVID, and um, obviously couldn't be here today, so everyone's okay. But I got the call late last night, and I'm like, praise God, you have to be here today. (laughs) So I'm praying to God this morning that His Holy Spirit speaks, no matter what words I say, that He will speak to all of us this morning, online and here in the room, and... um, that God is going to move in power in this place. So can you believe that with me this morning? That when we read out of His Word, it's not just men that are speaking or women that speak, it's God that speaks. That's what happens when we read out the Word. So I'm reading out Scripture today and praying that it speaks to you. And um, I know a lot of people joke about me with the Psalms, um, but I love the Psalms. So today we're reading out of the Psalms. And we're going to read out of Psalm 100. Psalm 100. And the title of the message this morning is called, Give Thanks. Give Thanks. And late last night when I was on my laptop, I was watching the cricket, the BBL, and I was, I was on my laptop and looking through Psalm 100. I was reminded again that in this time where we're in COVID, where we're kind of like, we don't have restrictions, but obviously there's a, a fair bit of the virus around that we can get fearful and get anxious and get scared and we can feel like, and we can forget our, our joy that we have in Him. And we forget about giving thanks in the midst of something that goes on in our lives. And it could not just be the virus. You might be going through something else right now, but learning how to give thanks no matter what the time or the season. I think that's really important as Christians to remember that the joy of the Lord is our strength. It is our strength. It's not something that we, you know, go to God only when there's a problem. We can give thanks every single day, no matter what is going on. So Psalm 100, verse 1 to 5 says this, Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is He who has made us and we are His. We are His people the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. It continues through all generations. You and I are standing here or seated or watching online today because God's faithfulness has gone through all the generations. His faithfulness has come through the generations. And I know for me, my grandfather was a Methodist minister and his parents are Christians. And and that line, and that's a family line, but I also have church family where I've learned from so many people sitting in God's house and listening to God's Word. I've learned more about God from the Word. And it's so amazing that from generation to generation to generation, His faithfulness has continued. It hasn't wavered. Only we waver. Only humanity wavers. 
His faithfulness has never wavered. So number one today, learn to be joyful in worship. Joyful in worship. Are you full of joy today? A couple of people. That's all right. You guys can be sad if you want. But I'm saying, who's got joy in their hearts today? You know, it's easy to look at the numbers each day and go, oh, there's this many cases or there's this again and the news is bombarding us with all this stuff. And it's important to be informed, but where's the joy coming from? The joy doesn't come from the TV. It comes from Him. The joy comes from the Lord. So let's be joyful in our worship to Him. I'm not just talking about worship here at church in our personal worship to Him. Let's put our fears and anxieties aside and be joyful. And not saying that we're never going to have fear again or anxiousness or, or um, dark thoughts or anything like that. But it's picking moments to go, I'm struggling right now, but I'm choosing to have joy. I'm choosing to worship you right now, Lord Jesus. Psalm 118 verse 24 This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Every day is a blessing from heaven. Every day we're breathing air is a blessing from heaven. Every day we're sucking in in air into our lungs, which means you and I are alive, is a blessing from heaven. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Be glad in today. Worship is meant to be about joy because God is joy. And so when we worship, let's not just look at songs and think that's worship. Worship is our thanksgivingness, thanksgivingness to Him, is what we bring to Him. Worship and be glad when times are good. You know, it's easy to worship and be glad when times are good, right? Because everything's going so good. I praise God. Yeah, He's awesome. He's so good right now. My life's working out. Everything's happening. It's all working out. It's all good. And it's easy and it's really important that we are joyful and are glad in the good moments. Because sometimes in the good moments, we forget that it was Him that brought us to that good moment. And so we forget about being glad and joyful when things are going well in our lives. We can forget about God because we think it's all good. We don't need Him. But it's important in the good times to be glad and to worship Him, be thankful to Him. Worship Him, be glad when times are tough. When times are tough. Don't run from God when you're struggling with something. Don't run from God. Do you know the best place you can go is to God? It's, he's the most loving person on this earth through His Holy Spirit. He's so loving and He's so accepting of you. He's the best person to go to when times are tough. So worship and be glad when we're going through stuff. Worship and be glad when we don't feel like it. When we don't feel like it. You know, my temperament, I'm a feeler-doer. So like, I, like when I was a kid and in school, and I got hurt a lot by people because I felt, you know, they called feelers as you, socially you feel stuff, right? So you feel stuff from people. You love the hugs, you love the, you know, and you respond when someone is mean to you. Or I remember when someone used to be mean, I used to get so cut about it because I'm a feeler and it used to just go right there. And then I'd walk away and wish I was one of those people that could just have a, like, throw something back, you know, like, just have an arrow or do something where you could just be, like, really quick-witted. I wasn't like that. I used to take it in and used to really hurt. And um, so I've had to learn that when I don't feel like it, when I feel like something's not right or I feel like, you know, times are hard for me or whatever, I have to still worship. 
Still press in and still be glad and thankful. Worship when you're at work or at school. And I'm not talking about, you know, getting out in the middle and going, Jesus, like that. But just in your heart, be glad and be worshipful wherever you go. And this is a big one for me. I love worshipping in the car. Don't know what it is. Whenever I was a kid, I loved travel. I just loved getting in the car, going on day trips or whatever. And I, I can see God's creation and what He's made. And so it's good for me. I know for me, I will find a place where you can worship, where it's just you and Him. That could be your bedroom. That could be your lounge room. But for me, it's in the car. I love getting out in the car and worshiping God. So are you joyful in worship this morning? Number two, know that the Lord is God. Knowing that the Lord is God is a sure foundation of our faith. We are secure in His creation and we have love, His love over us. We are sure of His welcome. We belong to Him. It's because God has made us and He welcomes us that we can come into His presence with such confidence and praise. So let's be confident coming into His, his um, courts, into His house, into His, into his presence, that He is God. Know that He is God. Like we prayed this morning about the virus. Remember, the virus doesn't rule us. God is above it. God is above everything in this world. And so know that He is God. You know, He made you. He made you. That's an amazing thought to remind ourselves that He made us. He made you. He thought about you. So when we get all like, oh, I'm pretty talented, I'm pretty cool, you know, I've got, all these cool, I've got a cool job, let's remember that He gave that to you. Know that He is God. He is in charge of our lives. Proverbs 8, 17, I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently find me. Diligently find me. So those who seek after Him find Him. So know that He is God. Delve into the Word. Delve into his scripture. Delve in and find out more about him. Delve into his word. Worship. Find that place where it's just you and him. And guess what? We only get to know God when we spend time with him. It's like a good marriage. Like if we got married and we never spent time together, then we'd drift apart. But when you spend time together, it grows. And you get closer. And it's the same with God. We could get saved one, one day and when we're teenagers or maybe later in life we get saved. And then we neglect spending time with God and learning about God. And then our relationship with God does this. And so many times you see it where someone is so passionate about God when they get saved. And then all of a sudden, the drift. And then the, it all comes up and out and they just go, I don't believe in God anymore at one point. And that happens because they've stopped spending time with Him. So it's important as Christians, spend time with God. Is this okay? Is everyone alive? I've, only, I've got 10 minutes left, so I'm flying through. So it's all good. I know the kids are in here. Your kids are awesome. This is what it's like. I'm kind of used to it because this is what it's like at home. Like you can't do anything without noise or that. And so um, was that Gideon? Yeah. Hey, buddy. There he goes. Come on, bro. What a champion. Number three, enter his house with praise. In the Old Testament, the courts were the courts of the temple, where nothing or nobody unholy was allowed to enter. The priests were the holy ones, and they were allowed to enter the, enter the courts of the temple. But guess what? We have a new covenant. And so everyone can enter his courts. 
everyone, no matter what is going on in your life, you might be the worst sinner of them all, but everyone can enter his courts. And what's his courts? It's his house. It's his presence. It's his place. We can all come into that. It's by his grace that we can enter his house. So because of that, I bring praise into God's house. So when you enter church or when we come into this place, bring praise with you. Don't just come and stand here and go, oh, God's good. Yeah, praise Jesus. Like bring some praise with you. Praise out of your heart. We need to start thinking that when we come into church, it's like being prepared with an offering. Like we bring a physical offering and the, the buckets used to go past. I know like years ago when I was little, mum and dad used to give me like 20 cents. There's a flick it into the little containers that went past. But that was a good foundation for me to learn how to bring something into God's house. What's well, the same with our worship and our praise? We bring it into God's house. We don't just come and sit here and go, yeah, Jesus, this is awesome. We praise, we bring worship into God's house. Bring it in, bring it into God's house, amen? And anyone can do it. It's not just the pastors that can do it. We're not the only ones who can get excited. We can all come in and bring praise into God's house. And number four, know that the Lord is good. He is good. His faithfulness, faithfulness means reliable, steadfast, and trustworthy. So he is that. He's reliable. He's steadfast. He's trustworthy. The Lord is good. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Through all generations. All generations. So don't be scared and you know, have to think that you've got to stick up for Jesus and make him famous. That was a good quote I saw this week from Brian Houston. It's not our job to make Jesus famous. Because his faithfulness continues for all generations. We're just obedient Christians that love people, that get around people, that help people get to know him. You know, our, um, we have a couple of people we know, and when they find out you're a pastor, the demeanor changes. And I know we've said this story a few times from the front, but it's actually true. If you were ever in our position, you might even find that if you say you're a Christian, the demeanor changes. It's the same sort of thing. But it's funny when you say, what do you do for a living? And I say, well, I have a business, but I also am a pastor at a church. And they literally stop swearing. They go, oh, I'm so sorry, mate. And sometimes they swear when they say sorry. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. And it's like, mate, I don't care. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. But the demeanor changes. And so sometimes we think when the faithfulness we have with God, that to be faithful even in those moments and to love people into his, into his presence, love people into, and they'll get to know him, love people into that moment. I, I love the thought that when we evangelize people, they see something in us. It's not the fact that we say certain things. It's not the fact that we bring a Bible and we sit down and read scripture to them. It's the fact that they notice there's something different about us. There's something different about a Christian that loves God. And when they meet you and when they relate with you, they just know there's something different. I've had people say to me, and, oh, there's something different about you. Oh, do I know you from somewhere? And I'm like, no. Well, it's just something different about you. And I'm just, I know, I know, I know what they're saying is we've got God in us. God is with us. Wherever we go, His presence is with us. So the Lord is good. His love, 
goes with us. And so let's declare that he is good this morning. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And my prayer, and we've got the kids in here today, that when they're older and they're in church, that his faithfulness is on their generation. And it keeps going and going and going and going. And our job is to just facilitate that. The Lord is good. His love endures forever. You know, I, I'm going to tell a little story about Lincoln this morning. He's going to hate this. But um, <laughs> he's, he's already pulling his hoodie over his head. But um, one thing I know that, that God is good, right? He's our Heavenly Father. And so we had a little moment this week where I, every night when he goes to bed and the kids go to bed, I, I, we say a prayer and then I give him a hug and I just, wanna, I just say they're awesome. I just say, you're awesome, buddy. You're awesome, buddy. You're awesome. And I reckon and most of the time it's probably like they hear it all the time. You, know, you hear something all the time. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then I, so I put him to bed and I said, you're awesome, mate. I love you. Love you, mate. And then I was walking out the door and I get to the door of the bedroom and I hear, you're awesome. And I was like, I went to the lounge room and my heart is like sinking, as in like, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, are you serious, buddy? Whatever, like, I'm saying, you're awesome, you're awesome, you're awesome, and as I'm walking out, this little voice from his bunk bed, you're awesome, daddy, and I'm like, oh my gosh, my heart is just sinking and sinking. Well, you know, that is our God to you. He is your heavenly father. He is our heavenly father. He loves you, and he thinks, you're awesome, you're awesome, buddy. You're a champion. <laughs> but he thinks you're awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome. He loves you this morning. And if you're watching online, he thinks you're amazing. He loves you so much. He thinks you're awesome. He thinks that about you. He is so, so good. And so I want to encourage you this morning, wherever you're at in life. Oh, little buddy. You want a lolly? Is that all right, mum and dad? <laughs> kidding. That's, right. that's the that's the, when you're a parent you realize that when people come up to you and go hey do you want a lollipop and you're like please don't he's just had two and now this is three and then we have to deal with the craziness when we get home but anyway it's fun parent moment but my encouragement to you today is that know that he is good he loves you and he thinks you are awesome he actually thinks you're awesome and he says that over you. And so when you have those weak moments of, I'm not good enough, I don't compare to this, I don't compare to that, just think about how much he loves you. And we're all created differently. There's not one person on this planet the same. We're all different. And he, we're made in his image. And he loves you. He loves you. He loves you this morning. He loves you. If you're watching on YouTube, He loves you this morning. He thinks you're amazing. And He's saying to you when, you know, you rest your head and you spend time with Him, He's saying to you, you're awesome. You're awesome. I know years ago, I had a couple of leaders that used to be really condemning. And they were like, not in this church, by the way, just old. But even Christians that would be like, oh, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. And it wasn't very loving. And I was always walking around in fear and trying not to do the wrong thing as a Christian. And then when you start to get to know God, you start to realize that He just loves you no matter what you've done. And then because He loves you, I ended up not doing silly things. Well, I still do silly things sometimes, but ask Ali about that. 
but He just loves you no matter what. And so this morning, He loves you. And if you're watching and yet you've never been to church and you don't even know who this God is we're talking about, He loves you this morning. He wants the best for you. So let's, let's stand this morning and we're going to pray. We're going to have a moment as the team comes. And I want you to think about what are you going to bring joy in your heart? Know that He is good. What praise are you going to bring in your heart this morning? Know that He is for you, not against you. Know that He loves you and He thinks that you are awesome. He thinks you're awesome. So let's close our eyes this morning. Lord God, we thank you today for your goodness. We thank you for your faithfulness that goes through all generations. We thank you, Father, that you love each and every single one of us. And this morning as we bring our worship, we bring our hearts full of praise with a thankful heart. We're just so thankful, God, for what you've done for us. We're so thankful for what you did on that cross to set us free of our sin. We're so thankful for that this morning. We don't take that for granted. Jesus. And right now, if there's people out there listening and you don't know who Jesus is, I want to give you an opportunity right now. You can get to know Him. If you're in your living room this morning or watching on your phone, wherever you are this morning, or you might be here in the building. If you don't know Jesus this morning, He wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to know you personally. And He actually thinks that you are awesome. That you are awesome. So Lord God, we pray for anyone who wants to make this decision this morning in their hearts. God, we pray for them. And we thank you that you have called them from their mother's womb. You've called them. You've known them. You've you made them. And as they give their hearts to you this morning, God, we pray that they would use their lives to honour you. That God, that as they come to you and get to know you more, that your spirit would guide them. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's sing this morning.